Well, if you don't like my show, don't curse your radio. You know that no one likes my company anyway. But if you listen closely and talk intelligently, then maybe you can be a disappointment. And I can edit uh, this part of me sitting down, or I'll leave it in because that's all makes it chair. disappointing. If you want to sit in the chair, you yeah. can, Callan. If you want to, I guess, take dominion over my room. This will be the. I really. This will really be the first episode um, we do entirely though the, from the at home setup uh, for audio, because for why not? Way. If it was good, it would be disappointing. We got to take it on the road, and it's got to be shitty. Uh, we can swear because it's at home, and this will just be on Spotify either tomorrow or whenever we record this. Uh, if you don't like it, deal with it. Uh, today's guests are two men that I've lured into my room, sitting on the floor with me like children, like we're going to play with blocks or uh, finger paintings like children. Uh, DJ Red, you know him, he's in the background. I don't know when he'll have oh, to leave, bitch. but he's graced us with his presence. <laughs> uh, or he's burst his way into the studio slash my home again, Ooh. and I should potentially call the police because I don't know what's oh, coming no. next. But Kellen slash DJ Red, you're here with us. Howdy. Howdy. Uh, and you've brought with you a friend of yours, and I'll let you introduce him because you know him more than I. Uh, this is my friend Owen. Hello. Hello. Uh, you were brought on for a specific purpose because you are a specific position to a NHL team, if I am correct. Yes, I am. Do you want to dive into that a little bit? Because that'll make you sound super impressive. <laughs> that way when I start talking about cum, people will be like, what the fuck? You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> give it a little bit of... Give it a little pizzazz. I don't know how much it'll give it, but... Um, I do a lot of video editing work. Um, right. Photography. A lot of shooting. Just a little bit of everything, honestly. What's uh, your favorite part of the wise. job? <laughs> like, if you had to pick a favorite part of the job? Honestly, I would say just being there. But do you that sounds kind of corny. Now, here's m my thing. Because my older brothers play professional baseball, so like I understand one of the biggest issues with being in that position slash mm -hmm. being a player mm -hmm. is the traveling. Yeah, that's a fun experience, but it's also kind of like sucks because you're right. always like, you know, yeah, just like all muscle, over. Muscle. So, one, do you travel with the team? Mm -hmm. And two, if not, how do you travel? Like through the games too, like because I assume you do mm -hmm. everything live. Mm -hmm. I at least... Yeah, we do everything live. Okay. Um, I don't travel with the team, but right. I am there every single home game. Um, they every home game? Yeah, every home game. But Who does it when you're not there? What do you mean? Like, do they have, like, as... a guy in-house in the place they go and they just do everything? Or do yeah, they have, like, like, a traveling cameraman? Person. He's kind of, like... That's, like, in staff that all. also does it for them so they can get, like, close-up shots of their team. Because to me... They would want, like, a guy there 24-7 with them. Yeah, they have one person that travels with the team that's an actual, like, team videographer. Right. Um, he actually just came in this year. There was a guy last year that right. been for three or four years. His name was Tanner. Um, and he actually went on to NYCFC. It's a New York City football club. Um, he moved up there with his girlfriend, actually. So, like, pretty happy for him. Yeah. Uh, 
and I uh, need the guy that's in there now moved in. So, so and I'll ask you this question because it may be a little too personal, but mm-hmm. you can answer it at a whim because I can answer this on a level that I think maybe you as a guest can understand this more better. More better. I think I'm retarded. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I, it happens I, to I the best it. of us. Um, I'm, I'm right there with you. I mean, when you grow close to these players, because I assume mm-hmm. at some point you you like you take a fucking bomb ass photo. Mm-hmm. Of or a video of something and a players yeah. and be like, who, who do I talk to to get that? And it's like, well, right. it's our boy, you know, he's cool. And they meet you and then you're cool and mm-hmm. maybe you talk to him, maybe even hang out. To me, my older brothers were family. They show up for Christmas. We do mm-hmm. bullshit. We lived in the same house for years. Right. Like they're family. So like when they go off and they're far away, they're still like, do you like? Where's this dissolution of like? They're still close, but even if you're mm-hmm. not like. Like in the same the part time. of the globe. And it's also, yeah. like, hard to distinguish, like, family from fame. Right. Because then some people are like, well, you're just... And it's like, no, it's like... Mm. Like, it's different. But, I don't yeah, know if you have strange. any relationships with, like, players like that, but, like, it, if... It is know. strange. Um, especially because, like, I was a fan before I even worked there. So, like, okay. a lot of the players that are there now, like, I grew up watching. And then, like, going into it, it, it's really weird having that relationship now where it's like, I'll just go up and talk to them, or I'm like, hey, like, let me get your phone number so I can send you this picture, and they're like, like yeah. oh, like, let me see, and I show them it, and they're like, oh, dude, that's, like, crazy, and they, like, want to post it or get it printed out or whatever, and it, I, it really is, like, insane, especially, like, the players that have been there for a little bit, and it's like, like, I've always watched you, and now I have this weird personal relationship, and it's like... It's surreal, yeah. honestly. And, and it's a weird place to be because you're like, what am I? Yeah. Because, like, and not to be shitty, but there's, like, the mass public who mm. does not know anybody of anybody, mm. and they're just kind of wishing they did. Right. Then there's the people that they know who mm. have the title of fame. Exactly. And then there's kind of the in-betweeners. They're, like, right in the middle. Yeah, yeah. and you don't really know what the fuck to call them. Yeah. But it, at it, some point, not... we're better than you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, it's, it's no, that's a hard like a... pitch to of a joke. Um... But I don't know, like, am I crazy? Do you feel this too? Like, there's no, a weird no, I, state to I be. I what you mean. I think it's more of people wanting to be in that position, but not wanting to be famous. You know what I mean? It seems like the people that are in those roles... It's have... not a goal of yours to try to be... Like, do you just want to be a camera guy in the background? Because some people like that. Like, the just to be, like, one of the gears that's, like, a central gear. So, like, it's really important, but no one really, like, knows its name. You yeah. know what I mean? It's not like, that's so what my buddy like... Nolan... He, Nolan's like, I want to make millions of dollars and billions of dollars, mm-hmm. but no one knows my name. And I'm like, that's going to be hard. Yeah, like, it's not... People are going to know your name. It's not so much that I don't want to be known. It's more that... Right. I would rather do, like, artistic things and kind of be behind the camera. Like, I don't even necessarily... Hmm. want to do sports you know like i'd rather just i feel that because i did radio at espn for a while and it's fun mm. but like fuck i just don't want to listen to college radio sports at the same time like i love sports like that's always been my life yeah and i get that because my older brothers have done that too and like my mom and dad have the whole fucking half of our basement styled in red stuff yeah so like i get it (laughs) yeah peach pete rose's jersey is framed in my basement i fucking understand but, like, at some point, like, I don't want to just do that yeah, forever. Because that, there's cooler shit. Yeah. And, like, they, they're they like, why don't you just do sports media and all that? And I'm like, because comedy's fucking funny. Yeah, and exactly. that's what I want to do. And in sports, I can't be like, yeah, so what'd you guys do this weekend? Yeah, I analyzed statistics of uh, Mayfield's kick ratio. What'd you do, Brighton? 
I masturbate a lot and cry in the shower. I don't yeah. know what you're doing. Uh, yeah, you <laughs> like, it's just a diff. We're no at room. different levels. Yeah, you know what I mean? There's just no room to say that at all. I don't know. And it sucks because, like, like there should be. There should be this level of, like, comfortability that comes with being at that level. You know, like, you'd think that, oh, these people are at a high level where, like, a lot of people are seeing them and they're famous and yeah. all this and that. And they'd be, like, comfortable with themselves. But I get that. I um I ponder sometimes like what is the solution to addressing situations like this because like people treat you different immediately and it sucks. Yeah. Because they you don't want them to. <sighs> like okay, here's my example. I have friends uh that like I don't hang out with all the time. Mm. But, like, they're still really good friends, but like mm. the highlight of their conversation is they're like, "Oh, did you see what DD did?" like mm. Yeah, dude, I talk to him fucking every, like, day yeah. I can. He travels in the Netherlands yeah, so and he travels all over. It doesn't matter. Like, he's, it's, he's his own person. He's fan- like, yeah, I see it because, like, I get it because, like, it's easier to see what's going on it's in his life because he posts it to, like, a mass it's, media it's account. Not, it's not that to you. But, like, to me, I'm like, dude, I don't a give a shit what, like, to me, yeah. like, when he texts me, we don't talk about baseball. Yeah. We talk about, like, what did brother. you draw recently? Yeah, and he's like, brother. oh, dude, I've been working on these shoes, yeah. and I drew these kids next door cleats, and I was like, that's fucking awesome. Exactly. Like, shit like that, or, like, like what tattoo I think he should get next, because he has some mm-hmm. room on his sleeve, and I was like, dude, you should get that for me. And he's like, no, yeah. no, 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 think about it. Um, I got my first tattoo because of DD. Mm-hmm. God of War is the game that me and him played every single one of, because he brought a PlayStation, because he just had money from his little island of where he came from, and he was like, yeah. this is, I just... He literally just approached me and was like, I just don't know what the fuck to do in this cornfield, yeah. and I have money, let's just go do... And I was like, all right, let's get a PlayStation, <laughs> let's, let's get some games. And he was like, fuck yeah. Went, got best, immediately came back, set it up, and that was our whole oh, life yeah. forever, and it was fucking amazing. <laughs> fucking awesome. And like, playing every single one of them, especially with like the new one, that just really good, and the mm-hmm. logo's clean and crisp, yeah. and like, <sighs> that's why I got it. I was just like, it's so, it's just nice. It's yeah, just it's the just world good. serpent with the runes of protection. Mm-hmm. It's all this bullshit. Dude, that's like, how I am with like the new Pokemon games. Yeah. Like I'm like getting back into it just because all the designs are so I don't know which one I'm going to get. My, I know that's shitty, but like, cause I promised to get a specific Pokemon, but I do at some point want to, um, get fucking, you can talk. If you have to bounce, you're, you're not interrupting. All right. I gotta go class. So. Hey, we love you. <laughs> you're fine. You're trying to silently be the wanna, ninja. No, I don't want to kill the conflict. No, you so. can, no, you're fine. Address the audience. Bow to your mass public. You, you just keep intervene, intervening for like it's 10 minutes. It's cold as fuck outside. It's cold as fuck outside. That's been Kellen, everybody. <laughs> DJ Red, the ginger you love to hate. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's just like, it's weird <laughs> because you're this white kid to them that like doesn't know shit and talks a lot of shit apparently about stuff he doesn't know and then all of a sudden when you say no like my I have multiple black older brothers yeah I the game's different a little for me and they're like well I didn't know that it's like well I shouldn't have to fucking explain it because it's my life bitch and you shouldn't intervene you know what I mean everything's for a reason if someone's bold enough to say nigga in public they probably have earned that right at some point you know what I mean Plus, it's just a good word. I don't want to tell you. It's just it means brotherhood. It's just funny. People aren't ready for it. I hit it with to my older brothers now, and they're never ready for it. I'm like, what's up, nigga? And they were like, what? It's just it's just funny. I don't know, but I love them, and I want to talk about them. So when people bring them up, but like, it's not the same shit. We're not yeah. talking. About, I'm, I don't give a shit. He doesn't text me about baseball. Exactly. Like if you ever talk to like some of the players. 
you may talk sports, but honestly, to get close to players, they don't want to be treated like players. No, they don't. They are all. human beings like, that masturbate them, and want to see movies like, and fucking do like bullshit. Players, they'll treat you like a fan. Oh my up. god! Like they just like immediately are like, all right, dude, like you weren't even gonna talk to me yeah. like a normal person. Like I don't even because that's what they are. The secret. I, I I I don't know if we should add this. In. The secret. Yeah, we'll just say it because I think it's funny. The secret to getting close to any major league athlete with tattoos is literally just coming up to them and be like, dude, I love your fucking tattoos. Why do you have that? And just talking to them like a human being. Why did you get that tattoo? Giving them that moment of like, oh, well, like, oh, that means a lot. All right, well, like, 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 to them, you've got them. You you could ask for a blowjob at that point. Like, I, like, (laughs) ugh. (sighs) I don't know. But we, we see them a lot, and we fucking, you know... We try to have them over for holiday, but, like, yeah. they have to travel. Like, I remember when uh, Didi and Juan Carlos Suron was first living with me, and they had never seen snow before. Oh, yeah. And their island was, like, I don't remember how Where many, like, from? 250. Like, oh, just an island off the Min- Dominican Republic. Oh, just, they okay. were just fucking gods at baseball there. Because that's what who breeds gods baseball like, players. Yeah, that's where there. it is. You know what I mean? Like, it's a whole nother like, level. <laughs> level down there. They're like, I think I'm just gonna be a pro athlete, and they're like, all right, bam, we just breed them. I mean, it's just <laughs> crazy. Like, it's so much skill from like one little island of no population. So like, it's something in the water. It's just constant. <laughs> something in the water. It's gotta be. Um, but I love them, and it's apparent that the skill is there because they were both there from the same island and that's crazy to me yeah you know what i mean like and then like they had never seen snow they're running out there in boxers and it's like it's cold and i'm like get the fuck back inside you assholes we can go outside but you have to put coats on he goes why is it so cold i was like because it's winter they were they were like they thought the trees died like all, because they had ne- they'd never really experienced hibernation. Because like, they were, it was an island idea. so close to the Mediterranean, you don't really experience those kinds That's of crazy weather. To think about it. It wasn't even. It's different it's parts of the globe, question, yeah. And people don't think about that kind of shit. But That's like, you're, people grow. We're not all created equal. Mm-hmm. And that's crazy to keep thinking we are because we all start in different parts of the fucking globe with different yeah. circumstances and different ways of living and different things to learn you, you based on where you fucking live because <laughs> other things are important at that fucking geographical area. But once you finally break out of that area or take psychedelics and break out of your fucking mind, yeah. I guess, <laughs> uh, you know, one of... Two things happen. You either become educated or it's too much knowledge and then you shelter back to your fucking thing and it you fester in horrification. You know what yeah. I mean? Oh, yeah. 100%. So, uh, I, people just have to break out of their shell. Like, there's just such this weird... Like, and, you can do anything you want. Like, the world is not as small as people act. Yeah. And it's strange, especially, like... Right. Like and and that's why it's so good... from a small town... For people like they, to fucking, like... They don't even understand that, like, it's right there. Like, I understand people people want autographs and bullshit from players, and you'll get this too. Mm -hmm. Like, I get they love it, and they love them, and they just want to fucking, I get it. Mm -hmm. But, like, at the end of the day, dude, they just played a whole game. Maybe they sat bench and you can talk shit, but, like, Mm -hmm. if they lost, I mean, sometimes it's just not appropriate. And they just don't want to fucking do it. But as soon as they do it, they're the bad guy on Twitter, and it's like, God damn it, come on. They're just doing their best. They're tired 20-year-olds yeah, that didn't go to college because they could play a sport well. Cut them some fucking slack. They're doing their best. For real. You know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. Like, how old are the players that you, like... A lot of them are, like, early 20s. See, all my older brothers when I was a kid were, like, always coming to the house, like, 20, 19 mm-hmm. years old. Yeah. And 
it was always like They're it never really hit young. me like how old they were until like I got that age and I was like, wait, hold on. Like, they were that young. Yeah, like, like I was like eight, six, you know, mm-hmm. that rage having just all these different players come in mm-hmm. at that age, same age. To me, they were always like. Sometimes I was like, you're 30, and they're like, what? <laughs> it's like, well, you're just... Well, to me, also, being like a two-foot-tall whatever to like a seven-foot-tall pitcher right, who's yeah. mixed, I'm like, oh, you're like 30. Like and he goes, no, I'm just a giant. And I'm like, that makes more sense. Oh, okay. Do you want to go play God of War? Like... Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just... It just aggravates the fuck out of me. Because then people are like, why are you so close to them? Or why do you do shit like that? I'm like, what? Because they're family. Like, what do you mean? They're literally just people. The funniest it's encounter not... I ever had with a player was when one of my older brothers, Lutz, was signing after a Dragons game mm-hmm. in the fucking gift shop, and I was just, the line was super long, and I just yeah. walked around the whole <laughs> fucking line, yeah. went right to him, sat behind the table, and I was like, hey, mom's making lasagna. If you want something else, we're going to stop before because... It's kind of vegan, and I think it's going to fucking suck. And he was like, all right, cool. Thanks for the heads up. We're going to talk it like Burger King. But he's German, and I'm not going to butcher the accent. And we're laughing about it. And this bitch that he's signing for, mid-signing, goes, why does he get to cut the line and talk to you? And he stops her signing signature, doesn't finish it, and goes, that's my younger brother. And she's just like, nuh-uh. And and that's when he's like, I'm not finishing this. And he's like, go. Yeah, he shoved her off. Fuck her. We're family. I don't give a shit what you say. Like, we've done too much shit together. Made too many jokes and memories and... Family doesn't define by your genetics. Family is no. defined by who the fuck matters no. to you. Oh, yeah. 110%. And that's what people are... Doesn't. That's where the dissolution of, like, I don't want the color failures in my community. Yeah. Well, maybe those color failures mean a lot to fucking me, and you're exactly. not thinking of it and that it doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter what color you are. No. If anything, it's just hilarious because it just opens you up to so much more conversation because... Oh, yeah potentially they like, were born in a different geographical in, notion or different home of culture. And they bring, like, literally because of that, so much more music was introduced to me. Mm-hmm. So much more vocabulary. There's so much so more tha- ways of thought. So many more shows. So many more games. Like, they just did so much. So many different backgrounds came through the door, stayed there mm-hmm. for multiple, multiple years, and then move on. Like, I spent a lot of time in New Orleans. Yeah, and that's like, fucking that is, cool. That and I love like that. That is, straight up, like, 75 to 80% african-american city like you are not yeah like you're straight up a minority there like it's not like that's fucking cool though because that's what i I love it you know what i mean like that call like i love that because you know why people like why would you want to go there it's like you know why because in a community of all white people they're like the first thing they're doing is like who the fuck is this bitch exactly in an all community of black people they were like do you turn up do you like crawfish get the fuck in here exactly we don't give a that's what you look like. There's just a, a different energy. They're presenting you with a different culture, like, and it's just it's it's refreshing and, and, and it's a, nicer. A lot of it comes from when you actually live somewhere that's like hard and like yeah. it's fucked up. Like you are searching for that happiness. You have to make it. Like I agree. You're, you're looking for something to be happy about, and like you're making that. Yes. And like up here, like you don't really have a reason to be upset. Like, it's so lukewarm average. Like, like up here, just it's pissed. just, you don't have like, a... They're looking for a reason see, to be mad. They don't want to admit it. And I figured it out, why everyone in Ohio is just upset constantly, and they don't want to fucking, like, admit why. Everybody's depressed. Mm-hmm. When we're like, what? How? Why is this kid kill himself? Why are these kids doing heroin? And why do they hate themselves? They're depressed. Maybe because their neighbors are cornfields. 
There's yeah. nothing to do but masturbate, and when you do, mm-hmm. you're reminded how you're going to eternal damnation, and I'm fucking good. Yeah. At some point, it's I'm terrible. fucking good. There's just I've had my 20-year fill. I'm going to go to a different environment. It's going to be New York or L.A. or some bullshit like that. It's just going to be completely different. Yeah, there's just nothing here. And it's going to be fucking amazing. There's no escape. And even if it is here, go to Cincinnati. Go to fucking, like, Columbus or, like, really in Dayton. People are like, oh, fuck, Dayton ghetto. You know what? Maybe the ghetto is nice. I like the ghetto. It's funny and it's cool. And a lot of my friends fucking live there. And you have to go through places like that to get and hang out there to fucking be there. Because you know why? It's the people that matter. And once you see that, you're like, oh, it's not, you know what I mean? Like, this is different. Yeah, 100%. I don't know. It just, it makes me sad. Yeah. Because people treat players and, like, everyone, like, just some, and I hate to use this wording, but I heard it literally the other day, some dumb Negro that throws a ball hard. And that fucking appalls me. Because, like, yeah, he's a 20-year-old. He's young. Yeah. He didn't go to college because mm-hmm. immediately some scouts were like, hey, you throw a, a fucking baseball like 99 miles an hour to 102, <laughs> make cap out in a straight line. How would you like to make millions of dollars? It, you're just, you know what? You're just dealt different cards yeah. because you know what? Also, you fucking work for it. He didn't just sit on his ass and masturbate and eat no, potato he, chips he and was watch stupid shit. Yeah, he fucking worked out. And you, like Nothing happens by, you work for shit. <laughs> And you don't, like... <sighs> People just expect things to happen for them. It, that's not how it works. You go out and get it, and you figure out how the fuck it happens, and then you go and attack and do it. Like, yeah. You can't just sit and wait for everything to be handed to you, because it's not going to fucking come. Can I ask you a funny question that may come off as an insult? Yeah. Why hockey? <laughs> um, I don't know, man. It's just brutal. Because it's not really America's pastime. No, it's not at all. I would say first baseball, then football, then basketball. I think part of it was that I didn't want to be that guy that likes Ohio State like every other one of my fucking friends. Yeah. And part of it was I just thought it was badass. Right. And it was kind of like an escapism, like, like, oh, like, let's go to fucking Canada or like, you know, like, fuck Ohio. I don't want to play football. You know what I mean? Do you think at some point you could get to a point where you could travel with the team? Maybe pitch like a yeah, all-time camera boy if there is... That videographer that I was telling you about, I've yeah. been shadowing him this year. Really? Yeah, I uh, I started talking to him about my internship and stuff with right. the other company I worked for, and he was, like, just looking at my stuff, like, like actually interested for once. And I tried to show the videographer before him, and he was just kind of like, okay, yeah, like, blown it off, like, right. not really looking for anything. And uh, I showed him, and he immediately was like, well, do you want to start working with me? Like, do you want to help me? Like, See, like, that's cool. Because, like, okay, and I was like, call me crazy, but, like, I've just watched too many shows to where it just doesn't happen by coincidence. If you really want to do something, mm-hmm. it does not matter what the fuck it is. Mm-hmm. You can do it no matter who you are. Oh, 100%. You literally just have to start trying. Yeah, just do Keep it. doing it for a long time and suck at it for a while. Yeah. At some 100%. point, you're going to get better at it, and when you get better at it, somehow the universe notices that. Yep. And it's like, oh mm-hmm. shit, this guy leveled up. 100%. Because he leveled up, noticed. he now has access universally, by accident, to potential teachers. Mm-hmm. You're not going to skip to godhood. 
You're going to be introduced by the universe through the waves of the river of what the fuck ever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you're you're going to be presented with su- a master of some sort mm-hmm. who is going to fucking tell you how to do shit. Give you the tricks next of the trade. Like the fucking, tell him, here, like, take here, here are some like, secrets that I've learned that could essentially get you to my level before my age. That way you can go far beyond and take the field exactly. that much further and do so many great things exactly, because, because that matters. Yeah, and that's not that old. But, like, I'm saying, like, and I guess it depends, but, like, I guess for me, I'm really open for, like, an 85-year-old, like, fucking old-ass <laughs> like cock, and he's, like, yeah, and he's, like, Asian, yeah. has a samurai sword, and he always has the sword on on stage with him, and people don't know how to take his energy, but Gorgeous. he's, like, a genius. Like a and splinter. Like, yeah, like something hardcore as fuck. Yeah, that's good as shit. Um, I don't know. Like, doesn't matter his age. He's your master. Like, he's gonna show you shit. It's been like a whole year of shadowing, you yeah. said? Like, that's a lot of training. Well, I shadowed for like a whole year before they actually asked me to go full-time. And I've been full-time right. for about two years now. That's that's a so, lot of training. It was a lot. I mean, yeah. I was just in there kind of bouncing from position to position. Doing like, whatever. Yeah, that's how. Whatever. That's what I'm doing but right I, now at I was still in high school, though. So, yeah, mean, but that's that's amazing that you can even do that and have that, like, potentiality. Um, I fucking hope that... I guess somehow, maybe through this fucking WHIO, maybe, like, I'll just be funny enough. Everybody just knows I'm funny around the office. And then, like, if they ever have a comic through, they're like, where's Brighton? And then, like, it's Burt Kreischler. And I come. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) I I don't know what to tell you. Like, (laughs) Mm. I haven't had any burps yet. Usually we count the burps on the show. Mm. Uh, He said, mm. Ooh, that's a rough one. That's a rough sentence. Yeah, no, we keep the burps. We don't edit them out. Like, literally even live, I'll just be like... What are you going to do? Just, like, jump cut or just... Right in the middle? What do you mean? Like, are you just going to cut that audio right in the middle of the burp? Mm-mm. Like, you don't Exactly. Care. Like, like wh- no how way. would you edit out? So, there's like, no... embrace it and make it funny. Like, yeah, that's like, seven, I'm, ladies and gentlemen. Like, I had a clam sandwich, and I wish I didn't. I'm, like, over here trying to figure out how you would actually edit the burps out of it. It would be hard. <laughs> like, I don't even know how that would work. <laughs> and a piece of me is like, come on. You're going to have to record. It's a little time. more effort than you're willing to put in. Get a little bit more fuzz from the back of the room after we're done recording. Put it yeah. in the back. It's way too much. It's not worth. I don't know. I'm trying to pick a song for the fucking Culture Shock, but I, yeah. I'll i probably just be like, it'll be a surprise. Yeah. Enjoy this. Because now it's, it's not live, so I don't have to do a log of it. I've been feeling DMX lately. Hmm. We'll pick it off camera, and then uh, we'll address it. Yeah, that's that's what we'll do. That's funnier, because that'll be more disappointing. So it'll be like, surprise, motherfuckers, it's this song. You have no idea what's coming in, I would say, approximately four-ish minutes, bitches. Three-ish minutes. Um, but until then, I'm going to keep swiping on my phone. And actually, it doesn't matter, I guess, if we pause. Um, how has your day been? I know you were with Kellen on his show. How did that go? We'll plug Kellen's show, even though that Ginger's not here, I guess. <laughs> It was a time. I didn't really know what to expect. Because it was like a... Yeah, so like it. as it was literally his first show. Yeah. So like I, I'm literally asking like how did it go? Because I had a first show. Everybody has a first show. And I want to know like well, how it goes. Because maybe some people make it out to be worse in their head than it really is. Yeah, honestly, it wasn't that bad. I don't know if it was because we were just talking to each other like naturally. Like just kind of going at it. Yeah. Or... What? I mean, I don't know. What Can else I ask what you guys did? You guys for. talk about the cheating scandal in baseball and all that of the yeah, camera work? A little bit of it. 
what uh what was the highlight of the show if you had to pick one like do you have like a so we can maybe try to flip people to I guess somehow listen to Mondays at when the fuck ever to DJ Red at WWSU. We do talk about a winter classic possibly coming to Columbus. So if you guys want to get some inside scoop on that and the possibility of that happening. Okay. um, Lead in on that. Do you, um, when you do do home games, Mm -hmm. do you have like a little ritual before games for good luck? Because even, like, oh, a camera yeah. guy needs to be good. You know what right. I mean? Like, do you do anything specific or after to celebrate or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Honestly, I just go up and get some tea. Tea? Yeah. Like hot tea? Like, just See, straight up hot that. tea, like, green tea. Get mm-hmm. a little bit of honey, some lemon in it. Like, just chill out. Because most of the time, I'm just thinking about making sure my hands aren't going to be shaky. Right. And I'm like, all right, like, just buzz out because, like, you're thinking about the game, you're going to lose the game, you know what I mean? Yeah. I can't be thinking about the game, you just got to play. Yes. So, like, you just got to kind of zone out. Usually, that's just kind of my, like, zone out, like, all right, like, tone out time, I just got to work. Right. So. That's cool as fuck. I, uh, I kind of get that because, and now I've realized I need to change my location for writing, but I'll Mm -hmm. literally, like, make some tea Mm. have something to enjoy with mm. me, like a little snack, mm. and then sit somewhere and just, like, write comedy, write nice. jokes, yeah, write, yeah. write bits, write lyrics for raps. Because, mm. like, once you write comedy, you slowly learn that you can write good lyrics for songs. Oh, yeah. Because it's just, like, it's just a universal skill that makes you, like, diverse on the pen and pad. Yeah. The pen and pad. The pen and pad. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I wrote a song recently. Oh, my God, you know what? We could literally do it now. Um... <laughs> We'll do that after the fucking culture shock, and okay. the and we'll do it in big hype energy, like and it'll that. be hilarious because um, I wrote a song about the guy who was on the last episode, Nolan. Mm-hmm. I had wrote it a while ago, but it's called uh, the Ballad of Chef, mm-hmm. and it's about him and his rap persona, like Chef approved. We had the <laughs> idea that anybody can be a rapper. Mm-hmm. It's this like internal Nen force, like. That Hunter Hunter tries to teach you that like everybody's unique. You just have to like yeah. figure out what's unique about mm-hmm. you and like train that. Yeah, and then you can like literally live in that like energy and essence of that. So mm. like, I'm like, dude, you have diabetes. He's like, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay, so you fucking so like you fucking love to cook. You're a foodie. He's like, this is true. He literally loves steaks. I mean, fucking loves to make them by hand. Do special <laughs> shit with them each time and like. Just an overall, like, foodie kind of guy. I'm like, okay, yeah. so you're definitely, like, a, sh- a cook, but you're also a gangster. He's like, that's true. I'm a hardcore motherfucker. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so, you're chef approved. Yeah. And, like, literally, you're like a Biggie Smalls, but in, like, the kitchen. And we're like, okay, that's, yeah. that would be, like, smooth as fuck. Yeah. And I thought, for me, I would be the Jesta. Okay, Because yeah. it's the first instance of comedy. I'm the Joker, baby. Yeah, slash, like, sometimes uh, no one will call me the narrator. Because, like, literally, we'll just keep, we'll just sit there and I'll just keep talking through shit. And he's like, do you ever shut the fuck up? Mm. Who said you narrated? Me or you? And I was like, I think it was just one of us when we were spiraling in a hilarious, drunken stupor. And he was like, hmm, whichever it was, it was fucking point on because you never shut the fuck up. And I was like, hmm, that makes sense. Uh, <laughs> do you, would you say you have any, like, one really best friend of any of the players, potentially, like, that you're kind of tight yeah, with? Yeah, dude. Uh... Eunice Corpusala. That's my boy, dude. That's Corby. a fucking name. Yeah, dude. Can you repeat that? Eunice 
Corpusala. That's fucking awesome. I call him Corp. Whoever named him that is a fucking legend. Right, dude? Eunice? 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 It's spelled like Junus. Like, it literally sounds like he should pour, pull some kind of sword from a stone and kill some kind of demon. Yeah, it's... You know, I didn't really think about how crazy that sounded until I said it and, like, I saw the reaction yeah. that you had. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's kind of a crazy name. It is amazing. But, like, usually I say Corby. So, yeah. Um, I'm actually I'm working on this graphic right now. It's a uh, Magikarp. Yeah. Only it's got his face on it. It's Magic Corp. Oh and my it's god. It's like Magic Corp. He is evolving. That's fucking funny. Yeah, dude, that's good. And then are you gonna draw him that's as like good. a Gyarados? Oh yeah. That's. I have to. I was thinking like the I shiny, have to. like the red yeah. One. I have dude, a shiny in fucking Pokemon Go. Oh yeah. And I worked super hard for it because I was like, Red Gyarados <laughs> is gonna be the sexiest thing that anyone has ever fucking seen in their oh, lives, yeah. and it so far has been have today. You seen that like Mega one with the wings? Yeah. Dude, that one's powerful as shit. But this, before we spiral into Pokemon talks, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, before this show gets any more disappointing, there's our first burp of the night. Uh, let's take the first Culture Shock, a surprise song. We're not going to introduce it. We're just going to cut in a few seconds and enjoy, and then we'll talk about it uh, for a second after the break. We'll continue, have the second Culture Shock. Uh, you know the routine, the cream, the dream, all that bullshit. So without further ado, for enjoy your first Culture Shock for the evening. And we'll be back to you in one second, lovelies. Love of floor. A different kind of high. You know? Feel me on this. Uh, uh. Ladies and gents, your dopey host presents extravagance in the lady frame. Neither come stains, niggas remain all. When I go to dinner, judge over to your jaw. Never a floor. Never before have you seen such magnificence in the black princess Yes, flows for Nam, I'm the bomb diggy Ask Biggie, keep a dedicated squad with me Call us the Gabbana girls, we dangerous Bitches pay a fee just to hang with us Trust, niggas lust, without a bank account I doubt we could swing that route, fill me out, uh I'm used to hanging with boosters in the best name brand with the insane claim Man, listen my position is lieutenant Like a block of hash, got the burners to bend it, send it I send it back to your greasy Freaky Arabic style, shamukh daha steezy To please me, you got to be well off Bust a shell off, with a tattoo that starts off Rush, huh? Drug, baby. Damn, I, I 
clench your fists Then you feel the mist through the uterus Can you picture this? Like without me Wake up, you're having bad dreams Cause you're fiend for a tote My crew tote totes and mink coat On a cell with the boat What you thought? We get caught and get bailed out? Fuck the jailhouse Tennessee on the rocks is all we got As we sail out Entrepreneurs, pissed out boys Be glad we ain't taking yours Born, huh? I'm warning ya, style waits for no bitch I dream rich when I fuck with scratch and sniff Now I stack the shit, practice it So no bitch can tap the shit, miraculous So I can relax a bit and get my toes split Drugs, nigga Drugs, We back. That was Drugs by Lil' Cam. I hope you enjoyed off the hardcore album. I think it's fucking fine as shit. Um, we were talking about masturbating or Pokemon or whatever. Uh, we were also talking about uh, my background because I, I have wallpaper engine and it flips between stupid shit. And right now it's on Biggie Smalls. But, like, the fact that, like, someone just, some white kid or Asian kid in a fucking computer lab made some kind of program that, like, literally just helped a community of people find each other, make killer artwork of awesome shit, and then, like, me as a person can have all these different fucking things. It's beautiful. Like, like it's, 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 beautiful. it's a true... It's literally what, in my opinion, the internet was, like, supposed to happen. Mm -hmm. Like, now it's fucking... Oh, that's just... Like, that's good. Like, good. I love Cowboy Bebop. I have a poster of it, and now it's the background with him smoking a cigarette. And, like, it's just, it's clean. It really is. Like, they're all well-made, too. A lot of, like, Netflix shows are getting um, yelled at for having tobacco in it, especially Stranger Things. But, like, it was the time back then. And if you can't understand that, maybe you correct. shouldn't be watching the show. Yeah, it's period correct. Yeah, it's that's, that's a perfect way to say it. It's period correct. Oh, my God. I fucking... We were talking about, um, to my girlfriend's mother mm. the other day, uh, on the phone, and she was like, yeah, back in the day, like, you know, no one really gave a shit, so we, I mean, everybody was doing acid and mushrooms, <laughs> and we were just having hippies delight, fine, yeah. and I was like, like, that sentence in itself should solve the boomer issue of, like, why the fuck are kids shooting up places? It's because your generation grew up doing psychedelics. Yeah. Understanding the world and love and what the fuck you should do in life. You raised those kids out of fear and anxiety and guzzled them down with fucking rules and fucking this and that and this and that and became the world's worst monster that you don't want to admit and now raised a generation of school shooters mm -hmm. that, honestly, you could fix... With psychedelics or some kind of like you know treatment of that some degree, some. What is it going to take for Congress and other governments to realize what is currently happening, is not like. It's a mental health dilemma. Like it's not working. 
whatever treatment you're doing now, it's not solving the issues. No. So rapid change is the way of success. Yeah, like if, if you're not doing one awesome. thing, go completely different in the other direction. Okay, you've tried yeah. mediocre medicines, legalize shrooms just for like depression testing usages and then test it out and be like, oh, this is fucking awesome. Cure depression, bam. Take credit for it, even though England has basically already done it, but you're America, you're going to fucking say you did it first. I, I get just, it. I don't Christopher Columbus style. We were here first, even though you weren't, bitches. Why, why do we draw our moral line at drugs in I this don't know. country? Because white people are scared and it's also a religious thing, you think? Yeah, I think it's a religious thing. I think it's, uh, you have to be pure and just like white mother Because Mary it scares, bullshit. but like... I, I literally said like if if literally if the Bible was, they made a redaction where it was like weed's cool, they <laughs> I would dude like, we would get so much shit done. Oh yeah, it would just it would help if people were honest about weed. They would realize almost immediately that the biggest thing it does is it breaks that like yeah. mental wall you have. Right. Yeah, like it, it. At least, and here's what I. We, because we're not, obviously, like, we would never, like, tell people we're smoking weed on the show, especially, like, currently. But we will say that weed is an awesome thing, and you can say whatever the fuck you want, because that's the point of free speech. And in my opinion, and reading all the fucking things that I've read about it, and, like, going to states and having legal pot, and, like, really, like, sitting down and meditating through it, and, like, it's just, like, a form of, like, coffee slash, like, internal spiritual, like, chi that you get to, like, harness and, like sit on and use it in however you want. If you like smoke a blunt and you're like, I want to go masturbate and fall asleep, you're going to do that and have a great sleep. But if you like, are like, I'm going to do my homework, that's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You just have to do it. Yeah. It's you, a crazy you're world. You're just never going to change your personality and the things that you're doing. <laughs> yeah. Um, it'll maybe influence you to, to do things, but... Sometimes, it's, it's, yeah, but it's, it's never, like, destructive would, tendencies that, like, the government propaganda a lot to. used to give it. Like, it was like... No, it's Like, I have that poster in my room for a reason, because that was a poster that the U.S. government fucking sanctioned yeah. for a movie because they were trying to scare people away from Reefer, and it's ridiculous because it's a lie. Adults only, the sweet pill that makes life better. Woman cry for it, men die for it. Reefer madness, drug-crazed abandonship. See youthful marijuana victims, what actually happens. And that's not actually what happens. The fact that you can say that on a poster and put that in a movie and it be sanctioned by the government and act like nothing nothing was wrong, you should have to take and be like, hey, by the way... That was wrong. That was wrong and you you should be penalized as such. Like, hey, Hollywood, remember how you made the first movie a Klux movie? You should be reprimanded for yeah. such. Where are the answers? Why does no one... Like, I get it was a long time ago, but at the same time, we've learned things such. Stop acting like those are the fucking archives of what, like, evidence. Yeah. Like, that's what I think religious people are thinking nowadays. They're like, well, what about that movie? That had some... You know, if it was on the big screen, it had to be real... The Avengers aren't real. No. 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 It's just a movie that you fucking and then you can lead it back spoon the fed into your dick. And you were like, this is the secrets of the universe. This is what's right about life. I don't know. The thing that I was thinking about the other day was, what about the politicians that go out and just like offer Lobby money against it? Or just... Like, just completely unbranded My thing is statements. Like, and you have people with mental disorders the and fact that everybody, disabilities. Here's that my thing. Voting. I don't talk politics on this, but it's so funny you bring that up. 
Everybody calls Trump like the business dude. Dude, if he was the business dude, mm-hmm. he would clearly see that the most multi-trillion dollar move he could make for the country to prosper and take over like every world economic is legalized pot in the U.S. We have all the other tools necessary. We have all the factories in place that are empty. We have all the fucking like jobs that are needed. We have literally everything in place for some new industry. And he's just like, I don't know. What the fuck you mean a tycoon genius? More like given million dollars early on and then that was his starting point. Mm -hmm. Get the fuck out of here. So, I don't know. If he was real, or plan B, he really loves pot and he's a secret trillionaire in the weed industry, but if he legalized it, it would hurt his underground community. And then your Trump is not the fucking God you say he is, and he's a fucking underground drug lord, and then he's a fucking piece of shit. So it's either one of those two things. He's either an idiot or he's a drug lord. Because if he was really a genius, he would just fucking lobby for it. And I don't know what the fuck you want me to say more. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. From, like, a kid's perspective, like, it just doesn't make sense. Like, no, it, it how do these people keep getting there that, like, don't do the one to two things everyone in the mass public because are like, hey, just do it. Because they're into it. Yeah, but once you're there, you, re- honest to God, really don't have to fucking do any of that shit. No. You can because your life could be at Jeopardy after, but, like, in that time, you could do some shit. You, I mean, ugh, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I'm just crazy. No. Personally, I hate secretly, so much. I like to think that JFK was assassinated because he was like secretly about to like change the way we looked at Reefer. Burke was talking because about JFK it was before was wasn't because JFK was before Nixon. If JFK would have like done what he would have, I think hoped he would have done because he was pretty like not against Reefer yeah. to my knowledge. Um, yeah, I don't think he had any like. You know, he was like, it's uncharted territory, but it is ground we should explore. I think that was, like, literally one of his quotes, and I was like, damn, are you on the moon? Yeah, I was like, what the fuck, dude? You bang Marilyn Monroe, and you're gonna give me that? Like, what's happening? So, but, like, if that would have happened before Nixon, the drug war would have never happened, and we would have never literally pinned, made a bunch of crack and pinned it on the black communities, and pinned reefer on Mexican killer and rapists which yeah. are not the fucking case i've been talking to my roommate about moving to canada a lot recently it honestly. would be cool they have cool healthcare. Like, and... i hold a very ron swanson like anti-government yeah like view on it like yeah I, and they're kind of hands off there. like they're stay, very stay they're, away from me they're very like yeah and that's yeah, it's very and like, they literally just legalize pot so like yeah, it, it sounds like a beautiful We're li- place. Mexico is pot legalized and Canada's. We're literally in a sandwich of racism towards weed, and I don't get it. Like, <laughs> what the bullshit. fuck are we waiting on? Like, it's between... It's like, how do we keep it out of our borders? What if we changed our borders' agendas, you piece of shit? Like, wh- it's not a Schedule 1. It's not It's not heroin. Yeah. It's sh- it should not be labeled the same thing as meth and heroin. It does no. not deserve that. No. Not at not all. not even close. There's cases where it cures cerebral palsy. In, like, yeah. just, like, the oil or edibles for, like, literally, like, any person about, like, with, like, like a... mental health? <laughs> like, what about all the things they can do with that? What I about mean, the people that, like... Like, there's just so Like, many... on chemo that, like, can't eat. Yeah, they... They're, like, they just completely <coughs> bedridden, sick, can't do anything, <coughs> and then they smoke and can eat. Or have, like, an oil rubbed function. on their fucking arms that, like, is, like, high dosage or, like, yeah. under their t- gums or some or shit. Or, like, can, and they're, like, hmm, I think I want a burrito, like, 12 of them. And they're, like, really? Oh, wow. And now they're eating and getting nutrients, and even though the chemo is hard, like, they're, they're getting through it. You know what I mean? Like, 
it's it's happening. At least they're fucking eating and they're oh, having. Seriously. And you know what? At least they're fucking a little numb to the situation that's you can before also use them. It for opiate addiction too, to help wean them off. Yeah. Like um, Tommy Chong was going to say, you know, I used to be a really bad cigarette guy, mm-hmm. and then at some point he would just try weed, like at a young age, and mm-hmm. weed helped him get off cigarettes. Isn't that Let's weird? See, yeah. That weed helped get him off cigarettes. Isn't that a weird thing? This to, is kind of a weird coincidence. <laughs> to like, shove off. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, come on. I don't know. It's hilarious. I don't know what the fuck to do. I, I, I could write a letter, but I don't think anybody would read it. But here's yeah. what I can do. <laughs> I can become the world's greatest stand-up, and I can be at Madison Square Garden, and that can be my final... That can be, like, it. I can be like, yeah. I'm here, and this is my set. We should be legal. And there that's the go. whole set. And yeah, it would be crazy. The whole world's watching. <laughs> like, blew. suck my dick! Ugh! Final statement. Mm-hmm. So even if I get assassinated, dream, like, you know what I mean? I don't know. The dream is to be on SNL or, like... Oh, dude. I would say... Um, I don't know. I think, like, what's your dream? Everybody should have a dream. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, that's a hard question. Like, what's yeah. the end goal? I don't know, man. I ask, ask it to myself a lot because I don't have I to host like... SNL, but like that would be cool. But like just to be on it as a character or a writer, just to be a part of like the machine mm. that has constantly been putting out comedy over the years. Like now it's anime, and now it's fucking Luffy. My background for everyone at home that we didn't we can't see me pointing like an idiot. But like that's hard. You know what I mean? Like ugh. yeah, I don't know. My dream is always just because they every, everybody has a dream like Luffy's like I'm gonna be the king of the pirates and no matter what happens he's like I'm gonna be the king of the pirates yeah and that's a hardcore goal and like for me I wanna be the best comedian the world has ever seen like at some point and I, I know it's hard to say but like Dave Chappelle's not gonna be here forever Mm-mm. Bill Murray's not gonna be here they forever Tom Sikora Burt Chrysler they're all great but they're all in their 40s and 50s like at some point like a, a new person has to be there mm but I want it to be someone that respects everybody that's been in the game before, right. is a good comic, and, you know, I don't know, maybe, like, knows them, talks to them, hears stories, tricks of the trade, respects the game. Like, like I love My Hero Academia because it's literally like Midoriya to All Might. Like, he's embodying All Might and going beyond that. Like, he's like, mm-hmm. everything he believes is great, and I'm going to do all that and more. Like... What more do you want from me? Ah! Like, I'm willing to sell my soul for this shit. Present the contract! (laughs) I don't know. Maybe I'm just a white kid that doesn't know his place. But I think comedy, I think, is my only chance that I could really change the world. Because I don't want to, I just don't want to be, I don't want to be, I I understand some people, some people, some people are comfortable with just, like, doing whatever, just making money, working in a factory, do whatever, just make money living a family, having that, that's cool. But, like, me and Abby, you know, we don't want to have kids till we're, like, way older because we want to do shit. Like, I want to be a comic. I want to be successful first. It's not even about being successful. It's just about, like, proving I'm funny to the world. And once I can prove Mm -hmm. I'm funny to the world, they can maybe hear me out on some issues that they should... Like, the opium and fucking Mm -hmm. fentanyl crisis in Ohio. You know what I mean? Like, talk about that. That's, like, your gateway to talk about other things yeah like because like, mm-hmm. to me like i want to just i want to do something more with my life and i know if i got an office job it and just fix computers at one building forever i would be happy but like it's i would i would want to do more the whole time i would be like i could do more in the world right you're gonna because be i can't sit idle like i i know that's selfish 
That's my biggest thing, because it feels like no matter what I do, it's like there's always going to be something else. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, when I was in high school, it was like, well, fuck, now I gotta be in there every single night. Yeah. You know, now that I'm in there every night, it's like, well, fuck, now I gotta travel with the team. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, as soon as I travel with the team, it's gonna be like, well, fuck, now I just wanna work for the league. Yeah. You know, like, it's just gonna, it's like a never content, like, unsatiable desire to do something better. Yeah. You know, and it's like, when will that end? I understand. And do I want it to end? Because that's what makes you successful. I just you know, like, that, that's the drive. And I'm not trying to be a dick by this, because I don't really say it a lot, but, like, I think I'm funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and at some point, like, I, I think I'm funny enough to where I could hold my own. Like, some, I think some people tell me I'm not funny in the dating community out of, like, jealousy or spite or whatever. Oh, yeah. Because I haven't, put, I haven't been here long enough. But, like, if you're really funny enough and you have the skill, who the fuck, what yeah, does it matter? Yeah, it fucking matters. Yeah, like, yeah, you're, like just go you're, out you're, my goals funny. are different. Like, I'm not doing this to fucking spite you or be famous or make millions of dollars. I'm doing this to change the world or, like... I, I dealt with a really big... At block. least for, like, at some point in my life, I want to be on a stage for two hours with a fuck ton of people. Everybody's laughing. And you know what? For two hours, a giant population of human beings, they weren't killing each other. Yeah. Maybe they were drunk, maybe they were stoned, maybe whatever the future holds. But, like, no one was doing anything bad. Everyone's having a good time, laughing, mm. and nothing's going wrong. And, like, Honestly, the that's a nice moment in human history, to me. Is the, that crazy? No, I think the best way that you can do that, too, is just by going out and being fucking funny. You know what I mean? Like, don't And I try that, and I do that. And, like, that's like, the whole point of this show. Like, no one stops like, me from just you, doing this and putting it just in the world. just go world. out and you're funny and you draw people in, right. they will come. And you I try, I mean? yeah, yeah. Like but it's that, just it, it's just hard because, like, it it would be so much easier to just skip a lot of the steps and talk to the people who have made it and show them, like, hey, this is me. Because mm-hmm. if I'm really funny, they'll see it and be like, oh, I get it. I see the yeah. aura. Like, they, like, as soon as you see they're like, Goku aura. and then yeah. you, But they see that you have this, like, small, big aura, and they're right. like, oh, I get it. Like, you're one of right. them. And then it's just about putting yourself in the best position to present yourself to those people. You know what I mean? Like you gotta set yourself up so that you're there. Yeah. Like the only way. But life's to random sometimes. A, oh yeah. And I think if you're really the true comic and you're really funny, you'll just have it. Yeah. And the interaction will be right, and it yeah. will be memorable. You'll and say that, that even if you say of, the wrong things, it mm-hmm. will be the right. Things. And that just kind of goes back to the like, just go out and do it. You yeah. Know what I mean? Just try. Yeah. Like, and I'm trying. Even if anybody, it doesn't matter if anybody's like, oh, you're not funny. You're not. Like, if somebody's laughing, you're fucking funny. Yeah, Like, at I get the end that. of the day. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter if one person says you are, because another person says that you aren't. Like, it, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's just hard, because comedy's that one field that, like, you know, I do the crowds where there's not a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But if there's not a lot of people and you can get a few laughs, to me, that means you can get a lot of laughs at, I don't a, even at, at a big crowd. About- because, a lot of well, because comedy is one thing, you don't want to keep doing the same material that's not good. Right. Yeah. And you need to either improv, skills need to be improved, or mm-hmm. write better material and workshop it. But, right. like, either of those skills, or, and here's my thing, I think I'm good at both, because I think I can improv bits and tell stories off the top of my head, or right. I can write jokes and sit down and write good material. Like, I'll tell you a joke on here um, that I pitched to Nolan. He thought it was fucking hilarious, so maybe you'll think it's hilarious. You ready for this? Yeah. I treat race like I treat ice cream. I don't love all the flavors all the time. (laughs) Like, sometimes I'm just going to want to fuck a fucking vanilla. And then I try chocolate for a while. 
and then it scares me in college, and then I run back like a white boy to vanilla. But then, you know, I look at pecan, and then I'm like, well, what if? You know? Yeah, you just try it. Yeah, time. I try it. You know, I, I, it's not that I hate the ice creams. You I just don't... Fu- I'm not into them, or I love them at that point. It's not my favorite, but I don't hate it. I don't mind it. Yeah, it's a but very I'm abrasive joke. A <laughs> yeah, it's a very abrasive asshole ice cream joke, and I think you could run right with it. I feel like you can just keep... I'm not one of those bitches that puts sprinkles on the ice cream and try to change it. I like it to be what it is. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you, keep, you keep going with it. Yeah. I'm all about that mocha frappe. Oh, okay. And then and then she fucks you too hard in her college dorm. And then you're like, I don't think I'm going to do that again. No, I, don't. I think that was a lot of energy that I'm not ready to bring. I'm going to settle down for an intense white girl instead. They're all like that. They're all like that. I don't know. Credit to black girls out there. Because you, you, you try harder. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, but you deserve the credit at some point because you try hard. Um, <laughs> I just want it more. Mm-hmm. That's what it comes down to. Like. Yeah. That could be, um, <laughs> they just want it more. They just want it more. Yeah. They know what they're after. They're yeah. like, just give me that fucking white dick. They don't like, give a fuck. Yeah, they know why they're there. Like, white girls are like, well, what do you want to do? And they beat around the bush. Yeah, black girls like, are like, eh, Get it the fuck out like, and get the fucking maybe, belt. Like we're skipping the yeah, steps. You can come over. Where are the handcuffs? Like black, black girls are intense. Like, Please come over right now. Yeah, black girls are like, come fuck me down, and you're like, fuck me down. It's just a whole different. Experience. What happened to fuck me up? <laughs> <laughs> Why we skipped it down? Oh no. Ugh. I uh I, I don't know if you can tell, but we're in my room, so we never really talk about it uh, on the show, and we'll we don't want to describe all the things in my room because there's a lot to talk about. But I do have a lot of Buddhas, and I do have a record Biggie Smalls album on my vinyl right now. Mm-hmm. But when I don't, I have these three little Buddhas there that I put on the table and I turn on without the label, and they just kind of spin around. Mm-hmm. And I think That's it's nice. hilarious. That is good. And I we just have, there's something about just the Buddha. It's just like it's just we like have a Buddha in our house. It's, it's just calming. Stairs. You know what yeah. I mean? It's just kind of nice. It's just like, oh. It's protective. It's you know, protective. It's, it's That's what and, it is. You know, it's... Can you tell I like Johnny Cash from all the fucking... For good reason. I pictures mean, of him? I've never met anybody say they don't like Johnny Cash. Yeah, but, but there's something about him that just like... Like, I've literally listened to every single album. The history of him is mm-hmm. just... It's sad, but it's great. And yeah. it's just something about it. That, like, There's something about like a guy like him needed character. to exist and die like he did to like be a legend forever. He's American as fuck. Yes. Like, just straight up. But then he also had his quarrel with America when, like, Nixon tried to, like, fucking... But that's American. Yeah, but, like, when Nixon really tried to, like, use him and say, like, no, don't play the songs that say this and that. Play the fucking country bumpkin songs. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you're not gonna use me like a tool. And then he feuded with Nixon. And then it was crazy because Nixon was his favorite. Then it kind of wasn't. And I was like, whoa! That's it. I mean, I love it. Yeah, that's kind of the overall. I got a picture of Weird Al on my shelf. I fucking love him. It's signed. Uh, I've got a whole lyrics to a song in the shape of a guitar. Uh, well, isn't that funny? I think that's one of the best things I've ever gotten as a present ever. Uh, just because, like, you can literally... It's hard to read. And at time, sometimes yeah. you're like, do I have autism? Or... My neck a little bit. Oh, yeah. I definitely do. You know what I mean? Um, is that the... Is that Metallica? Or is that... Which one? The one next to the Slimer. Oh, the Funko Pops? Yeah, what is so that is all my... In, in between Macho Man and... That's all my... From My Hero Academia in his little form when he's like a uh, skeleton. Uh, 
Yeah, and then there's McLovin like... and Pickle Rick and Biggie Smalls at the end. He kind of blends in with the background because, let's be honest, it's a black Funko yeah. figure. And it's just natural habitat. It kind of looks like the one character from like all the Iron Maiden shirts. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know like, what? That's what it I pictured, does. Like, when I saw it, I was like, that's like a t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. that kind of does. I definitely see that. Because um, they do portray him in the show like a fucking skeleton. Like, um, uh, that is, that is funny, one though. one show on Cartoon Network, Curious. It's uh, the dog. Ugh. Uh, uh, Courage the Cowardly Yeah, dog. Courage the Cowardly It's dog. so funny they bring that up oh, because ghost. that's Abby's 100% favorite show. And it's really? almost like, literally... She watches it all the time. She'll literally come in, mm. potentially now, and now it's Fallout, bam. Um, she'll literally come in and probably just put that on and be like, I'm going to watch Courage. Because it's just funny. And it's just something about it. It's just twisted and scary. It is pretty fucked up, but I like it. Like, that's almost, that's why I like it. One of my favorite so much, episodes bro. of that whole thing is like, where, like, there's, like, the abortion dude that's, like, the fetus on the wall in, like, the comedy club. Yeah. And then Courage, like, gets all of his guts to suck back into him, and then he, he's fine. Mm. And then he fucking, like, does, like, some, he sings and, like, tells like a joke or two and I'm like mm-hmm. there's something about that that's like it's just like fucked up he like, literally what? just sits there with Muriel I don't even remember what Eustace is doing but it's just it's just like wow that that was nice that was yeah. a nice little moment they, I, it was very scary for a while oh, and I, I don't like know where it. you were taking me but the payoff thank you and that's how every episode is I'm like, like wow I didn't know where I was going with this but I'm, I'm, th- I'm glad I listened you gotta have pain to have a little beauty that's what I think. You have, to, ble- you have sweet, to bleed man. for art. You have to be. Exactly. You have to be scared. You have to bleed. You have for to be it. scared to be thrilled. Exactly. That's a I good want, way to put it. Give me that fucking sacred beauty. I want that dark shit. That dark shit. Give me that dark shit. Do you um? What's your favorite music category? If you had to pick one, like a top one. I listen to a lot of rap. I hate to admit it, but no, honestly, that's not a bad thing. I listen yeah. to a lot of rap. Like um. Like, I, 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 I grew music. up from the first 18 years of my life listening to vinyl mm. on all old country and rock mm-hmm. and some yeah, rock I, I grew and up on my dad's vinyl bullshit like that. So I, feel like on that one. So I did all that, but mm-hmm. like once I got to college, like I, I lived 18 years of it. I, I have the knowledge. I'm yeah. good. Now it's time to branch. And I've lived the last two years exploring the rap history. And there's a lot of it. And yeah. it's good as fuck. I like, and, I like emotional music. Okay, and, so like but, R&B maybe? No. No. Like, like angry, like desolate. Fuck you like, up. I, no, I like like grunge and like nineties rock and grunge. like Zeppelin and shit like that. And like I like okay. newer like the like uh, what you call it. I do like Metallica. I do like Led Zeppelin. I do like, like um, I like the Rolling Stones though a lot. Like I, I know that's not mm-hmm. they're not heavy metal, but like there's something about like they're just overall like some like sometimes like. They are like if you listen through the album, like sometimes they're just screaming, there's just yeah, there's just fucking tambourines and harmonies, like, ah! like, uh, like what's happening? You ever listen to Joy Division? A little bit. Yeah, I fucking love Joy Division. Okay, like I like eat that shit up. Um, I like I love like eighties pop, like that real like synth heavy stuff. I was super into EDM as a teenager, like. See, I never I never dove super heavy into it, but like I think Black like everybody, metal. you kind of like skim some random surface of it. Mm-hmm. Um, <coughs> I fucking, I listened to mostly, like, I think the earliest, it was, like, 50s music, and then some 40s, and then it was definitely, okay. like, 50s, if like, it was, like, like 50s, blues. like, singings and blues, and then mm-hmm. it was, like, 60s rock, yeah, everything, 60s rock. and it was, like, everything, and then it was, like, 70s everything, especially, mm-hmm. like, then, then it was, like, the new psychedelic rock that yeah. came in with that. Um, my dad the 80s was, was like, like kind of like the, the grunger and the 90s were like the earlier stuff and then the 2000 were like 
you know, Kurt Cobain slash the 90s, mm-hmm. um, kind of like, met, like you know, Nirvana slash early, like, you know, younger generation Sound stuff. Yeah, so, like, I've heard it all. Um, so I don't really, like, judge when someone's like, this is my favorite, because, like, all music's good. Oh, yeah. Some people just lean, and that's a Nen thing, I think. Mm-hmm. Music's kind of a way for you to, like, kind of feel yourself out. Like, oh, yeah, if, like maybe so. your Nen is kind of just being a farmer, and you're just really good at farming, <laughs> and, like, like listen, lean into that, listen, yeah. listen to country, and, like, mm-hmm. like, plow the fields, but talk to the plants. It's also a way to express yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of my shit, like, I'm just sitting at a desk editing videos you know what I mean like that do you listen to music when you do it or oh yeah the whole time. I, I was about to ask I was like yeah. are you a music buff like, like I do some like audio work right but a lot of the time that's afterwards I I'll do a lot of out. audio work yeah. and not a lot of video now mm-hmm. but I would I need to get pictures at least at some point of me trying to do stand up because I need to Dude, get out I literally I took some improv pictures two nights ago so that's nice to hear <laughs> I fucking could always have Dee Dee draw me again but you know yeah. he only has so much time on his hands uh, but do you want to plug anything before our next culture shock before I forget yeah my like your any projects you're working on first and then like some social media I don't really work on any projects like any like, like any personally I didn't know I if any like big events were coming like maybe like a game you're doing that you'll be at and be like hey come to this I'll be there you know what I mean? like saying <laughs> bullshit like that uh I mean if you come to a jackets game you'll probably see me posted up in the zam tunnel that's um, cool. With a beanie. <laughs> That'll probably be me. With cool white specs. Yes. Yeah, I love the white rims. They're kind of hard. I, I didn't. I didn't say like it yet. Off the LMFAO. No, <laughs> I didn't really get that vibe. Honestly, it's just. I don't. Honestly, it was just uh, John Moreland vibe was immediately what I got from you. Yeah. For people who don't know at home, he's just a, like a five hundred pound country singer, but he is phenomenal. Um, <laughs> but do you have any like specific Instagrams you maybe? Yeah, um, um, social media, whatever bullshit. At Gat VR. At um, Gat VR. G A T V R. G A T V R. If you have any photo needs at all, my rate is pretty low, fifty to seventy-five, and I shoot in four K with a D eight fifty. I push my photos out in about two days, Damn. and I'll get you about twenty to thirty flat, and wow. not to toot my own horn, but I will do a good ass job for you. That's pretty so, good. So, hit me up. Um, yeah, work with me. Amazing. So we will uh, enjoy your next surprise culture shock, and we will, you know, address it after the break. So enjoy, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I would in, uh, fuck you, I guess. We'll be back. <laughs> Ready for war, Joe? How you wanna blow these vibes? I know these dirty cops that'll get us in if we murder some wop. Hop in your hummer, the punish is ready. Meet me and Beatles with dudes, we'll do this do while he's slurping spaghetti. Everybody kiss the fucking floor, Joe. We crack, fuck them all. If they move, noodle, shoot that fucking whore. Dead in the middle of little, literally little. Did we know that we riddle to middle man who didn't do diddly? It'll be a cold day and how the day I take it now. Make no mistake, for real, I wouldn't hesitate to kill. I'm still a fat one that you love to hate. Catch you at your mother's waist, smack you, then I whack you. 
you with my stuff tree I'll rub your face off the earth and curse your family's children like Amityville and drill the nerves in your cavity filling Insanity's building a pavilion in my civilian It can't be the anarchy that humanity's filling A villain without remorse who's willing to out your boss forever and take all of cheddar like child support I support punning anything he does, anything he loves A brother from another mother sent for the above A dark nigga just like me, one of the best might be Even better leaving niggas kneeling on a right knee Spike Lee couldn't paint a better picture You small change, I'm blowing out your brains getting richer Hit you with the mask, smacking bitch nigga what You getting stuck, my trigger figures it's you as a fuck Truck jewels, cruising in the land pumping cash rules Last crew to one and caught a hundred trying to pass through That's true, so who the next to get it? T.S. the best that did it Get it off your chest, get admitted And it's yeah, and you don't stop 20 shot clock with the cop killers Fiddler to the top, yeah, and you don't stop Joey cracks the rock and Big Pun keeps the guns cocked Yeah, and you don't stop We're making hot nigga, what? Bring it up, blow your whole spot Yeah, and you don't stop It's still 187 on an undercover guy Fuck the police, I squeeze first Make a neat dirt, take him feet first Through the morgue, then launch him in the deep earth The streets curse, the first amendment's culturally biased Supposed to supply us with right tonight I hold my rosary tight as I can I'm one man against the world Just me and my girl, Black Pearl, Athena, Masina But keeps it real, you know the deal We steal from the rich and keep it peeping It's no secret, watch me and Joe go back and forth And free creep with me As I cruise in my beamer, all the kids in the ghetto Call me Don Cartagena, kicking ass as I blast off heat And you never see me talk to police So you should know that I really don't care Who you by the hair, slit your throat And I leave you right there So beware, it's red that niggas want beat Big blood speak and let these motherfuckers know How we run the Fuck streets Fuck peace, I run the streets deep with no compassion Puerto Ricans known for slashing Catching niggas while they sleeping, no relaxing Keep your eyes open, sharp reflexes Three Texas in the cheap Lexus Just in case police testers Street professors, several squad Ghetto scholars full of clips mark And flicks the free regard when the metal hollers Better acknowledge y'all get knocked down Until I'm locked and shot down Had the beat, couldn't make me put my clock down We lock down fake rounds In the chamber, boogie down, major like nine I bust mine every time, plus I'm the crime boss of New York When we talk to walk the walk, all my niggas carry chalk And stalk, I pray like a predator Whoever want it, go and get it, set it, baby, and I'ma bury ya So remember the squad that I'm reppin' I full of clip of my weapon and punish niggas till it's Armageddon Yeah, and you don't stop 20 shot clock with the cop killers fill up to the top Yeah, and you don't stop Joey cracks the rock and Big Pun keeps the guns cocked Yeah, and you don't stop We'll make it hot nigga, what? Bring it up, load your whole spot Yeah, and you don't stop It's still 187 on an undercover guy Yeah, and you don't stop 20 shot clock with the cop killers fill up to the top Yeah, and you don't stop Joey cracks the rock and Big Pun keeps the guns cocked Yeah, and you don't stop We'll make it hot, nigga. What? Bring it up, blow your whole spot. Yeah. If you don't stop, it's still 187 on And we're back from Twins with Big Pun, Fat Joe, and Deep Cover 98 off Capital Punishment. I love it. You love it. If you didn't, fuck you. Whatever. Maybe you skip through it. It happens. Seriously, dude. <laughs> yeah. I, you don't have to like the things I like, I guess. Um, we were talking. You like the Macho Man figure? It's gorgeous. What I do you... It. Did you watch wrestling as a kid? No, I always played the games, though. Like See, I did, too. Kids, My friends always had the action figures, and I never did. And my dad just kind of got me one, and I was like, this is kind of cool for some reason. Because I always had the shirt. I went as Macho Man as Halloween for one year, and I really did it. Like, I really did look like him. That's gorgeous. Um, That's fantastic. I had the jeans, the fucking t-shirt, the scruffness going on, a fake beard. I had uh, shades... His band, purple bandana going on, 
like sweat bands around the fucking with the whole nine yards. Yeah, whole Halloween fucking party. I went there. Every other person was not dressed up, and I was like, mm, I look like a cop. I'm That's gonna leave. Bad. And I was like, I guess I'll just kill myself. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. That's bit. like the worst fear, though. I mean, no, because whenever something bad happens in my life, immediately I'll be like, this is gonna be an awesome story. Oh, yeah. For stand-up at some Fair point. Enough, you know what I mean? Like, immediately, it's so terrible, but I'm like, this is going to be awesome on stage. It's a really good way to look at it. Yeah, so, like, I wish I could do that, man. it's hard to flip the switch, but, like, that's the whole point of comedy is, like, you must right. suffer. And immediately, you'll suffer, but then immediately, you can just be like, wait a minute, this suffering is pleasure. And then you're like, oh, it's so bad, but then as it gets bad, you feel great because you're like, oh, this is just a, a good story. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And you're like, well, and what you realize is the story, like, well, how do I want to end the story? It's like, I guess I'll just masturbate and eat a bunch of ice cream, and that'll be a good punchline. <laughs> it's got to come from a real place so they can hear it in your voice. It's like, yeah, I had, but I didn't eat the whole tub, you know, I left the spoon in there because I'm going to go back for it later. It's part of it. You know what I mean? It's part yeah. of it. <laughs> mm. Mm-mm-mm. I, um, I also went to Florida with my girlfriend, and... Brought back a bunch of VHS tapes of cla- of classic movies through all of the VHS tapes I looked through, and they have like the Is nice Spider Man. So oh, Spider Man, Forrest Gump, Pizza Time, Pizza Time. Oh my god, the fact that you say it too, my friends are gonna so freak good. the fuck out about that. Pizza Time, Forrest Gump, The Nutty Professor. Ooh, The Nutty Professor is like classic. Top three of all Super of Smash Bro of all of Eddie Murphy's movies that you were gonna like accidentally see at a home because like it snuck its way into modern like mm. because like a lot of white families didn't watch black movies because mm. they just didn't for some reason and it was just one of those movies that kind of snuck its way through and yeah, a lot of people just kind of saw it's a universal it's classic language. right The Sixth Sense Lethal Weapon Two Oh wow Home Alone. Absolutely. Indiana Jones. Wow. Jurassic Park. Okay, Jurassic Park is completely undefeated. Like, that's a good list. Jurassic Park's the goat. Because, honestly, like, I don't have a way, I don't have a VHS player here, but they're nice, like, to see on the shelf, almost like books. But Mm -hmm. honestly, like, if ever I took the VHS player from my parents' house and we didn't have internet, and we were like, well, what should we do? I was like, I've got one, two, three... Four, five, six, seven, lineup. and eight crazy fucking movies Just that we can watch. Classes. Maybe we get hella drunk. Maybe we fucking make popcorn. I don't know. It's up to you at this point. <laughs> you, yeah, know what I mean? you know what I mean? Like, it's it's a nice backup. So I also, um, because also practical modernity, mm-hmm. I have The Sopranos, the whole box. Uh, oh, the whole... It's a must. It's I've like, never seen it. Like your house is burning down. What do you? Grab? And I've li- yeah, I literally was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna literally case. watch this. I'm gonna force myself. And then I have some random books that I think are good. Like some, uh, this is my favorite book. It's the Rap Yearbook. Oh. It is from 1979 to 2003. Mm. And each year, it, in their opinion, written by Shea Serrano, which whoever helped with Ice T to write this book. To yeah right to, like t- to tell you like sat there dude this book is hardcore page. it has like statistics of how many times they say nigga and like it's good wow yeah right like in some it's songs thorough. and it tells you like what the point of each song was and why if it wasn't even the most l- listened to song why it was the most important song of that year for rap history that's amazing and I that's think there's just so many things you could learn. Rapper's Delight is 1979. 
1980 is The Breaks. 1981 is Jazzy Sensation, because The Message. Uh, Sucker MCs, 1983. 1984 is Friends. 1985 is La Di Da Di. I mean, it keeps going. 1988 is uh, Straight Outta Compton. Mm. Oh, There's the switch right there. Fight the Power. Benita Applebaum. Mind Playing Tricks on Me is one of the mm. best songs I've so ever heard good. from, like, fucking the ghetto so boys. Nothing but a G thing by, I believe that's Dr. Dre. Wu-Tang's Clan's Cream of oh. 1993. 1994 is Juicy by Biggie Smalls. 1995 is Dear Mama by Tupac. And then 1996 is California Love with Dr. Dre and Tupac. Oh. 1997 is Can't Nobody Hold Me Down by um, Puff. I mean, it, it, Eminem then, Jay-Z... I mean, the feuds go on, and then in the club, by I mean, it's crazy. And then, imagine what it would be now. It's Wait, a good book. It is. I mean, feel free to flip through it's while we talk. Absolutely powerful. It's hilarious, and it's, a, I just like music. And music just, history, to me, is one of the best, because it has its own oppression of its own. Like, really, you have to fight for rap to be in existence, and, I, and people yeah, should know that. Like, you didn't struggle for country music to be on radio, because... All the white people were like, "Yeah, fucking hoot, scoot, boogie." That's really but like rap, when rap, I said it, it was you like, had to fight for rap to be on the radio, especially like, good rap. And like, it was, if I apologized for saying that rap was my favorite, yeah, I was like, music, "You're like, good." Like, I apologize, but I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I don't know. It just seems almost looked down upon still, and yeah. it shouldn't be. Like, it's such a big part of our culture now. I mean, you talk to any kid under the age of what. 15, 16, what they're, what music they're listening to, they're listening to rap. Because it it's easier for them to connect. They're but like, rock. They're and I'm not rock. here to say that like old music doesn't have skill because I listen, I listen, they listen to his 50s mm-hmm. through 90s, all kinds of, from Southern to psychedelic to rock to country to, you know, everything, metal, I mean, everything. Mm-hmm. And, it's all good. Right. It's just what do kids? What are, kids are going to listen to? What they connect to? Exactly. And once the people realize that, things are going to change. You yeah. know what I mean? But they're not going to overnight. Mm-hmm. But they should. <laughs> I think it's because people actually communicate through rap. Like when you're listening to rappers, like obviously not every rapper you're listening to. The is best rappers are the best storytellers. Same. Like the best stand-ups to me. Right, but the rappers that are actually telling a story and putting their emotions out there and are really communicating or at least have a point to the song like, like that music is bars so are wasted like crazy in modern day songs in pop songs because there's just sound but like and people don't want like lyric because they don't mm-hmm. want that defin- but like you can I mean the Wu-Tang Clan mm-hmm. Biggie Tupac everybody prove it you can fucking put lyrics in bars right I don't know but it sucks that you still have to like make it accessible you know, like, yeah. I don't know if you listened to like Earl, Earl's last album. He's, like, I did he's not. He's a straight up lyricist. Like that's what his music is. Yeah. And it's like he's still getting clowned. Like people don't appreciate it still. Like everybody acts like, oh, like, like I want to hear like real it's whatever music, and like I, I want to hear like, like people's actual emotions and want people to be real with me. But it's like nobody's fucking listening to Earl Sweatshirt, who's the realest rapper out here. Yeah. Like, I uh, like he won't even go on stage because he has so much. People anxiety. people like, kind of oh. don't like it, but I, I I personally will go on record and say I absolutely love the new Snoop Dogg album. Really, the one that he came out with, uh, all about like I want to thank me, 
uh, is the title, and it's literally like different phases of his life where he was like in NWA, when he's like on Martha Stewart show, when he was Snoop Lion, sure. when he was like reggae dude, when he was hit now, when he was mm-hmm. I mean, he's like all of them smoking a blunt around playing cards with each other, and that's oh, the that's album cover, and I, I think that's great. hilarious. Yeah, that's great. And the, every song, in my opinion, is not a filler. Like I literally listened to the whole album through. I was like. Every song is a masterpiece. Good. There's one song, half of it's in Spanish, no idea what he's saying. It's my favorite song on the album. And I'm like, this is the best song it's on the fantastic. album. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, people discredit Snoop because he's like, what the fuck ever or whatever. But like, mm. to me, like, I think this is what he was trying to like build all the way to and do all that crazy shit so he'd have some crazy fucking album to right. reflect like 20 different personas Actually, on. Like, and he oh, did, and it's crazy, and it's good. I'd be really wild if that's what he was trying to do. Just express like every facet of his personality you know I understood that pretty fucking awesome though but that'd be pretty um I'd say not hardcore but like self explanatory (laughs) to a degree that you really should express that you understand yourself so much that you can like portray yourself in so many different frames of reality for like modern people to see and like Mm -hmm. oh he can think like that or that or that or that and try to prescribe that to people in a way that they can do that by just actually doing it yeah just by doing it and knowing about it you know what (laughs) I mean yeah I don't know what did you get excited about I'm seeing this Benita Alpha Bummer here it's like talking about the most compelling rap love song of all time I completely agree that's a fucking classic yeah and like, I would any tribe called quest is just fantastic they sample from like a lot of Bowie mm. and that to me is like really good in like a lost art almost that like people like they, they introduced the art of sampling but then people kind of went wrong with it mm-hmm. and sample like from weird stuff sometimes and it's like that was kind of a weird sound it doesn't really sound good mm-hmm. but then like I mean it's okay to sample from other artists if you respect them and use it in a good way and like like that's almost my favorite part about rap is that you can take somebody's artwork and then you can twist it and make just it provide your own lyrics like don't, yeah and make it as long as you, people can tell when you're mooch or when you're like when you take like the first four notes from like a big mm-hmm. it doesn't even matter whose song like I literally tried to say like 12 different artists there like <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you show respect and you make something great mm-hmm. People notice. If yeah. you're mooching, people notice. There's yeah. a difference. And you know what you're doing when you're doing it, too. Yeah, you can... Yeah, 100%. There's a difference between paying homage and, like, pay, taking and sampling, like, a couple, four bars or notes from whatever song and then, like, keeping that on loop and that being your beat. And now that's just a totally different song because now your style of rap is the whole thing of the song. And, right. like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just different. But that also, that older hip-hop style is kind of lost now. And that's what I like because, I mean, I freestyle like that. Mm-hmm. Um... With no Sorry, I missed that. You should have missed that, Siri. You fucking bitch. <laughs> I hope that's in the audio recording. That's hilarious. Um, I think one of the best things I like about video is the fact that you can bring so many things into it. Like, you can have a visual, you can have music playing, you can have this audio playing, you can have a sound effect here. Like, earlier, video like, offers watching, a lot too. Like, there's and just so when you're good at video, you can, you can like get in on like bigger end projects that mm-hmm. are like, you know great television shows, movies, you know, what the fuck ever. Um, You talk for a second, or not, I guess I can edit it, but I hope you do. I'm gonna go and get my backpack, because I'm gonna get my little book for you to see, my little um, notebook that I have for my raps and jokes and stuff, because I think you'll appreciate that. So, talk to the audience, persuade them to listen to this bullshit. I don't know, I just think the, one of the better things about videos that you 
can actually it's so easy to communicate with people because there's just so many opportunities to I mean just as far as sound effects just being super subtle in the back and having little things drop or having music playing that's going to set a tone or you know just the coloring of a clip can set it off to where something like you won't even notice did he get gay I'm sorry everybody it got super bad he said it got super bad no you're good shut the fuck up I love it many little details you can do I, uh, I so I have two books, actually, but... It's meticulous one... and terrible. So, if you do enjoy uh, older hip-hop, then I think you'll enjoy this. I love it. So, just so it can be on record at least once on file, because I haven't done this, and I said I was going to do it at one point. This is... Because I brought other stuff, and I have other stuff, but this is the only one I'm going to show you. I even drew, like, fucking... <laughs> like, chef stuff around it to really get me in the mindset. <laughs> yeah, yeah, get you going. But I read this whole song about Nolan, um... And I think I just love it because it really paints this picture of this just kind of like chef gangster. Mm. You know what I mean? So like, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, and use my in-person audience that has to suffer through this because I at some point was going to do this on an uncensored episode. So suck my dick, everybody else. Enjoy the secret appearance of Chef the Ballad. See, he's the ballad of a chef like me. The number one gangster, Mr. VIP. The story of blood and ninja stars alike to rob bitch boys in a flash of light. You see, the story starts out with the nigga's receipt. When the final bill prints out, you know you better pay me. See, the tastes are rich like little diamonds in my teeth. So when a nigga skips out, it's like a useless retreat. It's kind of like taking an entire acid via sheet. You know you won't dream of coming back safe and sound in one piece but that's what a nigga tried skipping out on a bill if you don't pay the chef then you're gonna have to kill a stupid motherfucker thinking he can hide he like putty in my hand that i leave out to dry in the sun so warm yet on a cold winter night is when we rolled up on that fucker that's when we took his fucking life so that's the first verse <laughs> then the chorus goes I'm the master chef, I'm the cook you need Even I taste good bitches on their knees Dollar signs is what I see and flavors what I taste Keeping homies' bellies full driving cause that race Uh, Taking things that make me trip, I can't even look at your face I'm like Big Papa, but a cook, I make my dinners fillet and it'd be like a like a brawn like, like a brat yeah like a jazz something yeah. then the ver- second verse there's four verses I apologize in advance <laughs> uh, the second verse is I pay bitches fast stacks to make honey pots pristine for catching niggas like flies who owe chef deck green an unstuffable trap for rounding up cheap boys who think chef's not playing with silver or chrome toys I call my nigga jester up you know he make me laugh smoking fat buzz talking about anime and cash we keep it real with one another sometimes i call him my brother but when i think of comedy you know there'd be no other so we smoked the out and i let him crack a joke about my big chef belly but don't think i misspoke if anyone else makes a joke about the king i put you down on the floor and kiss that fat pinky ring <laughs> then be the second yeah. then be the chorus again i'm not gonna do it again the third verse 
Ninja rap kung fu flying rajin level 2 Try to match his power level I'll leave your black and blue I grab my golden utensils and I close my eyes Enter the sage art and redefine my mind Super tail beast bomb ninja to rap complete Cut throats with shurikens ninjas can't compete with the unstoppable force of chef approved Breaking bones like chicken wings All my enemies will lose In a battle against me You end up on a platter Spill your insides out I make that shit go splatter Like the nigga biggest Biggie said Mix the blood like batter Hidden butane torches Off the rigs with shatter This was the page one of my rap book Kung Fu. If you still alive, then get ready for page two. But I must warn you, son, this power multiplies. Get swept off your feet and taken on by surprise of the presence, the might, the infinity of the big bad cook, Mr. Chef MC. And then it'd be the chorus. <laughs> and then it's the fourth, the last verse. So let's go deeper and explore this chef rap galore. I kiss your mama on the mouth and make that milf my whore. You see my very DNA is shaped like dollar signs, molecules so pure, cocaine's inside. My base elements are that of a killer. Shoot me up in black and white and we'll call it a thriller. But don't take this rap like I'm a bad dude. I'm no evil chef artist. I promise it's true. Ask my nigga Jester for the 411 you know that i'm a good guy with the even better gun you know the flow so heavy it's like the weight of a mountain me and jester eat shrooms and drink the knowledge from the fountain you see we pass the walls of this reality see dark level shit that make little boys flee so now what's left for a cook like me to say except enjoy the order it was made fresh today cook special order made hot ready fast don't dwell on it so you'll get lost in the past and then it ends <laughs> but it's pretty um it's long and it's <laughs> yeah i guess i should clap at some point you know what i mean <laughs> i think it's a i think it's like um I think it's something that I could take to like a poetry slam and people would be like, wow, did you write that? Like, that was very long. <laughs> yeah, it was like, that was very long. Oh, I, mean, I wasn't, I wasn't ready. I wasn't yeah, ready. It just like kept going. Well, okay. like, they, I think it paints a better story if you have like a three to four bar song. Yeah. Because I think a lot of songs just have like one verse or two and it's like, oh, wow. And it's well, like, like, like it's having three to four like really does paint this <laughs> picture of like this Nolan chef rap mm -hmm. dude who like, his very DNA is shaped like dollar signs. Yeah. Like, the purity of his elements is like cocaine. I'm like, that's so, I mean, that's hard. <laughs> Fuck! Ah, science. Maybe we should get off here. Bars. Yeah, bars. Before I fucking spiral into other rants of rap. Listen, this was fun. I'm glad yeah, you. Sure, I'm glad you hung awesome. out. Um, you know, nothing went wrong. No raping. <laughs> he said sick. Slight. Slight raping, if Slight. we're being... <laughs> well, I don't know, man. If you can sit pretty close to each other. Yeah. Listen, this has been the show. Enjoy your last culture shock by surprise. <laughs> this is how we'll end the show. Uh, we won't come back and talk to it. I hope you listen to the next installment of the Disappointing Radio Show. This has been an uncensored version. Again, my guest has been... Um, bye guys, I'll you. have been a photographer for the Blue Jackets. You're an impressive guest. You're a funny guy. I hope to see you soon again. Of course. Uh, he was on Kellen's show. Go listen to that. If it's archived anywhere, I don't fucking know. And we will see you next time, ladies and gentlemen. Oh.
Sunflower seeds and quarter waters To walk them through it, you know, talk them through it Know these beats is more than music whenever I talk to it Destined for greatness and y'all knew this when I doubled the pie Had the shorty and the girdle coming out of BWI And I hated algebra but I loved the multiply And I told my nigga big I'd be multi before I die It's gon' happen whether rapping or clapping Have it your way cause if that's my dough you're trapping I'm clapping your way Now peep the rough shit in my circumference 
Mad bitches with mad Lucci Bulletproof vests under their coochie Spitting my Uzi, don't lose me My trigger niggas represent Driving dirty in J30s, getting bent And to my hit hoes, my murder mommies I be smoking trees in Belize when they find me While you still killing niggas with Panani Like Honey and Cyrus up in Cyprus Fuck your raw, you're on the floor with the virus While I just sling coke, smoke pounds and chill Got lawyers watching lawyers so I won't go broke Now check it, them country niggas call me Frank White I'm squirting off in my loft, of course I know my shit's tight Sunrise, open my eyes, no surprise Got my shorty flying in with keys, take to her thighs With all the utensils to hang my china things She half black, half oriental, 86, she got me rental This situation ain't accidental